Which which one do you think will be better? If you were to make a call Civil on Civil War or or Batman, Batman. v Superman, or we could even throw in Apocalypse if you wanted to throw that in. Ooh, that's hard. I think Civil War will be the best one personally. You think Civil War will be the best out of the three? Yeah. What do you think, Chase? I don't know. I'm hoping that Batman's going to be better. Yeah. But I don't know. Uh, I just think about like how good the other ones were. Mm-hmm. Like the other, like the Supermans. Like Man of Steel and That's Superman Returns and stuff? No, just Man of Steel. I just mean. Man of Steel? It's pretty good, but it was like not very much. Like people kind of forgot about it really quick. That's true. It's because they didn't do anything with it for like four years. Yeah. No, they, I mean, they let it, they let it rest for too long, but I think regardless of, of which one will make the most money or, or whatever happens there, I think that the one thing we can say about uh, all of them is that, uh, you know, you you look at each one of them and you just think, well, I guess that might be cool. Welcome back to TMBC. It is a great, great week filled of anticipation and, and nerves and, and worries and, and excitement and I don't know other words. Are there any other words, Chase, to describe this week? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> what, what other emotions are you feeling? I don't know. I'm kind of tired. I hate this whole daylight savings crap. Isn't it annoying? Yeah. I gotta wake up at six. Or five. How long do you think it is before they just officially cut off daylight savings completely? I don't know. Never. Never? Screw you think daylight up, savings though. will go forever? I don't know. I'm not a daylight savings <laughs> expert. All that's I true. know is I'm two hours late every day to work. Well, but that's even without daylight savings. No, it's just one hour usually. Now it's two. <laughs> well, we're uh, we're back tired. at it again this week. Uh, that uh, opening song was Revolution by Upmost, or Core by Upmost. The core. Uppermost. Jeez, the core? Right, is it the core? I don't I'm know. Sure it started a different song, so I don't even know which one. Um, but uh, Chase, we've got a guest in the Watchtower today. We do. He's sitting right over there. Yeah. Reading, uh, reading Swamp Thing. Say hello to the people, Brandon. Hello, people. My name hello, is Brandon. <laughs> what is his cool name? I don't know. I, I, couldn't think of a, I couldn't think of a clever, funny name for Brandon. So I just... Brandon. <laughs> Brando Commando. Brando Calrissian. You're not oh, your cool. Brando Calrissian. I guess I could have done that. I don't Come know. On, get creative, man. Yes, I could. I'm a host. You're supposed to do this. I know. Stuff. I'm I'm off my game today. That like as as you could tell by that intro, I'm pretty uh pretty weak today. <laughs> Makes sense. You been up to anything new this week, Chase? No, nah, just working on my motorcycle. Working on your motorcycle, huh? Yeah, got new plastics. Now it's mostly shiny. When are you gonna take it out? As soon as I can. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you gonna take it out to the dunes or what? I don't know. Somewhere. Somewhere? Somewhere this weekend. I don't even care. Well, that's that's cryptic. Yeah, that's how I roll. Read any good comics or uh, watch any good movies this week? No. I uh, I did start watching Sh- Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually kind of liked it. Really? Brandon, yeah. you've been, you watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., right? I'm all caught up as of today also. 
I'm on like episode eight of season one. Season one. Uh, oh, it's good. Season two gets better. Better? Because I always yeah. thought it would look like crap. I mean, the first episode was like really cheesy. But it was actually it was, no. I mean, it was all right. You can't complain. Also, you get cameos from you know Samuel L. And well, they tried to fit as many MCU references as they could. Yeah. <laughs> like the first couple episodes is like every thirty seconds. Yeah, really. And then somebody gave them way too many Shield stickers, and they stuck <laughs> them on everything. Every window, every the jet is a giant symbol. The megaphone had one. I don't know why the megaphone needs. Wait, shield is, logo. is the jet actually a giant shield logo? Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's black. And I was like, first time I saw it, mm. I was like, that's a bit much. Because all the cars it's have like a circle. It's not like a circle. Yeah, it's like kind of like right in the middle. And then the wings kind of... Um, oh, so it's got... So it's still like a round shape. And mm-hmm. it, they kind of go out towards the wings. And then the bottom kind of goes... So it's kind of a round shape, but it's like cut out. So, so it's like yeah. a shield logo without the circle? Yeah, but it's like fit under the plane to make it look like, you know, because planes look like birds. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, they have that on all the cars. But That's cool. And their windshields, too, for some you, reason. Well, I mean, when you, got, when you got a logo like that, I think you just have to brand the crap out of it, you know? Well, they use the two different kinds of logos. They'll have, like, the old one uh-huh. that was in, like... The comics? No, it was in... Uh, oh, the first Avenger? No, it was in Captain America 2. When they go down in the thing, the bunker. Oh, that's right. I guess I said it was in First Avenger, but it was really in between mm-hmm. First Avenger and Winter Soldier, when they formed Shield or whatever after the uh, what did they what do they call it SSR? I don't know. Do you do you remember what they called it the the like before it was Shield? Do you remember what they called it in Agent Carter? I actually haven't seen Agent Carter. You yet. haven't seen Agent Carter? I haven't seen that either. Neither of you have. Hey, is it important? Um, have you Pol- seen Pol- all Pol- of Agents of Shield? Have you seen um, any of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I haven't, I, I've seen, like, probably a combined four episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, you can don't, give, don't, give you us crap, don't give us crap for uh, <laughs> not watching Agent yeah. Carter. I guess that's true. I don't know. I Like, I, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. seems really boring. It's parallel to the actual current timeline, too. I know. Yeah. That's it's what, actually really good. Yeah, like, I always good. judge... TV shows like Arrow and Flash, I thought mm-hmm. those all looked really dumb, mm-hmm. but they had turned out to be pretty good. Really? And then I thought Gotham was going to be really good, but it w- kind of wasn't. <laughs> uh, it's getting better, though. He likes yeah. it. Yeah. So well, what, what do you think of the, the current season of Gotham, Brandon? Um, it's good. I mean, so it's, it's a roller coaster as, I mean, there's... I think everything should be a good thing. It should be a roller coaster, but as we've all been to theme parks, we know there's good roller coasters and bad roller coasters. Uh-huh. Ups and downs need to be balanced well and things like that. Yeah, I think Gotham struggled with a balance of a, just having a good balance. It's getting better though. Really, Chase and I talked about this. It was kind of at a lull for a little bit. You had. A lot of people were really getting into Gotham and loving Gotham when you had the prospect of they introduced a character that they, everyone thought was going to be the Joker and he he did a great job and he had like a fan following and mm-hmm. then a turn of events and he wasn't and everyone's like and then it kind of hit a lull but then they brought in Mr. Freeze storyline that turned really good and Bruce Wayne and so the thing is it really focused on heavily on James Gordon. Now they're kind of focusing more on like the villains, which people already know, and Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. And it's getting, it's getting good, especially when they focus more on Bruce Wayne. It's pretty cool. 
You like the Bruce Wayne stuff? <laughs> I do. I th- I like that. I like to watch. I I've liked to watch his. Yeah, it's kind of like a very the origin story from like the very beginning, like all the yeah. stuff they skip in most origin stories. Yeah, I, I know. You, I feel like there's a lot going on for him, like because in the first season and the second season he gets kidnapped and crap. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's a lot of stuff going on. Well, so you're and one of your big problems with Gotham has been like introducing all the villains. Oh, dude, I, I hated the Joker. I hated the way they did the Joker. Really? Because they made the Joker unoriginal. They made Wait. him a copycat of Jerome. So, oh, so basically, by, Wait, by the Joker hasn't been in Gotham yet. So what what he's saying he's is the that, fake Joker. Yeah, by introducing Jerome, they that means oh, that later on when the Joker s- comes in, he's just a copycat. Yeah. So like mm. they did such a good job with uh, his name Jerome. His yeah. name was Jerome. Yeah, and he did such a good job. Like he was like the Joker to a T, and then he's not the Joker. And so when the real Joker comes up, uh, Gordon will be like, "Hey, I remember a guy like this way back in the day." They bring in they bring in a character in this newest episode that makes you think might be the Joker. And I was thinking about that how because you actually see references to Jerome in the episode, like legitimate really? references through video that's being played. And um, so you're saying he's not dead. No, 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 it's like recordings from like the news or whatever playing in parts of the episode. And so they reference that following and they, they directly reference that. I think they directly address that issue. Oh, they but do? But they bring in a character who is like has, is, is exciting and it's not even a he. I've seen a girl that, that it's, I saw, a, it was a, a post on Facebook that said something about the new girl that might be the Joker kind of yeah, and you're not you're not sure because of the age, but whatever. But she plays the character so well that it gets you excited, and she brings enough. It's di- she's different enough that it's exciting the way that she. Her but is she not? Is like she that. not like just Harley Quinn? No, no, nope, not at all. Harley nope. Quinn's not even close to being like similar to the Joker. Uh, it depends on the version. The original uh, Harley Quinn... Yeah, she's like just a, more crazy, like, ditzy kind of... I don't yeah. know, it depends on the, you know... But still the same type of psychosis of the and the same type too. of outset, you know? Like, and it's, and it's you know, she wears a costume inspired by, by circuses and comic. Yeah, and, well, they're uh, both, both basically just crazy. That's true. But... That's interesting. Different kinds of crazy. Anyway, I'll have to watch the most recent episode of Gotham. That's the one yeah. I haven't missed. I watched the Mr. Freeze one, and I... Uh, I really liked it because I, I was just going to quit on Gotham when mm-hmm. they went on their hiatus because I was like, I don't even want to watch this the whole... Yeah. Uh, who's that bad guy? Theo? I don't huh? know. The bad guy. Oh, the Theo Gallivan. Theo, I hated him. I never... He, I didn't he played a good bad guy, but I didn't like that arc very much. Yeah, I thought it was boring. The last it was one... like they were like copying Court of Owls almost. I thought oh, it was really? Court of Owls. I was like really yeah. excited because I was like, oh, Ugh. this is going to be cool, but it was something else. But yeah, the Mr. Freeze has two episodes, mm-hmm. and they did an amazing job on that. And they brought in another villain, Hugo. Hugo Strange. I think they did a good he's job. I'm kind of excited too. about that. He's the he's the bad guy from Jurassic World. The Asian? Yeah. Oh, I don't the remember. The bad that. guy? Yeah. This, remember the scientist from Jurassic World? That's what, I, I couldn't. Yeah. Re- I knew yeah. I'd seen him somewhere. He's. I think he's in something else. And he's too. he's even got the Hugo Strange beard, right? Yeah, he looks exactly strap. like him. The, the <laughs> yeah. glasses and everything. It's not like a big one, but it's yeah, it's there and That's the glasses. Funny. He does a good job. He's pretty cool. B.D. Wong. But mm-hmm. I think they messed up that story arc at the very end. The Freeze story arc? Yeah. Because, I mean, he hasn't seen it. I don't want to spoil it's all right, it for no. anybody. 
Nora's not supposed to die. Does she, though? Well, her hand broke off, and her face, like, split in half. Oh, wow. So so Nora Nora's not just stuck in cryogenic freeze. She's, She's yeah. She stays frozen the whole time. So technically... But it doesn't actually... It, it like... It kind of like makes it look like she's basically hopeless and she's gonna die, but yeah. it doesn't. It's not solidified. I don't think in the episode. I would, that's what I thought about too. But her face like breaks in half, so yeah. I'm like, I don't know if they like so, put it back together. The thing is, they make Hugo <laughs> Strange glue. really deceptive to all the people that are working for him and all these things. I think my this is my opinion for future. I think that he tr- convinces. Uh, Fries. That's how they call it. They say fries. Do they really say how that? How do they say it in the well, comics? They, Is it, it freeze? Yeah. It, well, it's funny because well, they, Gordon's like, it's fr- Victor Freeze. And, no, uh, he says, uh, no, he says freeze. freeze. He says freeze. And then um, Harvey's like, no, it's Fries. Trust me. I know. Fries. I'm good with names. <laughs> and they like argue about it. Oh, okay. And then it turns out to be Fries. Fries. Yeah. I swear he doesn't Wait, say he, freeze, though. He says like... Yes. Oh, something like that. I don't know. I mean, it's it's I spelled wrong, like though. it's spelled like fries, like French fries. Yeah. But they've always just said freeze. Fries. How do yeah. you know? It's a comic book. Yeah. Well, the he was created for the animated series. Oh, yeah. it was. Yeah. I have no idea. That's yeah. why you're here. So good though. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. Oh, what else was I going to say about that? Yeah. Isn't the original story arc of him? Is he? Nora gets a disease and he freezes her until he can find the cure for the yeah, disease. Yeah, and that's that's what they did at the beginning. Yeah, but this is. Freezing her is the cure. What really? Yeah. Uh, like he, so he's trying to freeze her, and that'll kill the the disease she has. And then he has to. The problem is he he has to get her unfrozen without killing her. He says, "I can freeze you, but I I can't bring you back just yet." And so he doesn't freeze her until he thinks he has a way to bring her back. And then he freezes her. That's that's the thing though. So like she never completely unthaws. So technically she's not gonna die until she unthaws. Because that's mm. how every test subject would die is when they unthawed. Yeah. So each um, – his uh, formula was the freeze formula. So mm-hmm. he'd freeze them and each one would freeze. Um, it just – the dethaw process was different on each of them. Hmm. Somewhat they would like melt and turn into goop. That's really <laughs> weird. Yeah. Yeah. Some guy melts and like spills all over the floor. Only thing I could think was like that'd be really gross to clean up. I would have put that would like be a little kitty pool up, underneath yeah. it or something. A pool yeah. of person, because it was like his eighth try. Yeah, you, you think he'd prepare better? For that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, after, after seven tries, you maybe think he's go... got a drain. I don't know. I didn't see the drain. <laughs> a person but it drain. just spilled out all over the floor, and it's really gross looking. That's disgusting. Probably would have thrown. It was up. very similar to that scene in X Men. Except less. Oh, the, when the senator uh, yeah. what was yeah. it? Senator Kelly yeah. like molds through the. That was such a gross scene. Yeah. yeah. That one was more water, though. This yeah. one was, like, actually blood yeah. and guts. Oh, yeah. Kind of like, oh, like the scene from Breaking Bad, kind of. Yeah. That goop that comes oh, through that, the ceiling. That, oh, <laughs> like, but that one was even worse. That scene was bad. <laughs> yeah. Why do we need buckets if we have a tub upstairs? <laughs> what? Dude? That's so funny. Um. Well, so in the, in the Batman-related news of, uh, of things... Um, did you guys hear the the Killing Joke uh, animated movie is back on uh, for production? I thought it was already done. So it's almost done. But so I mean the the thing was they never officially like announced announced that uh, they they brought Killing Joke back. But now they've uh, they've released a still image 
Um, did you guys see it of uh, Batman and the Joker? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's going to be Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy voicing the characters as well. Um, the release date, it doesn't... Uh, I don't think they've confirmed a release date yet. Um, they did release the the new still, and it, it looks just like all the other movies that they've been releasing in terms of like style and everything. Like It looks like the Red Hood. Yeah. Um... But yeah, I mean they and and apparently it's going to be like fully R rated for the for even for an animated movie it'll be like R rated just for the kiddies basically. Yeah, no, not for the kiddies at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, an animated you, you movie for grown-ups. You couldn't hear this the sarcasm. I couldn't. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. I could. Um, I couldn't. <laughs> well, speaking of Mark Hamill, he was, he made a Gotham appearance. Was that him? What? Yeah, he's in Gotham. Are you kidding me? Yeah. He, so he's been in Gotham that, and The Flash? Are you sure that was him? Oh, it was The Flash. Oh, okay. Oh, shoot. Oh, there's, yeah, a, there's, a, the there's an officer at the pharmacy that looks just like him. Mm. And I swear it was him. And yeah, then, I can see what you're talking about, but it was. I didn't, might have been like a cameo. I didn't. Frozen and hit by No, I was thinking The Flash. That's a shame. He, <laughs> he was in season one. Yeah, he was in, uh, and actually he was trying, he was talking, so Kevin Smith is going to direct an episode of The Flash, and Mark Hamill, like, texted him asking if he could write in a part for the trickster, <laughs> even though he's over in, like, the UK shooting for Star Wars or whatever. <laughs> he's, like, still keeping up on that. and like uh, That's cool, I like that. If he's oh, yeah. like, hey, hey, I know I'm filming Star Wars, but I want to be in this Flash TV show. <laughs> it's like, dude, aren't you a little busy? <laughs> yeah. No, no, never too busy. And with the killing joke, like, you yeah. got a lot of shiz on your plate, bro. Well, he's back in the limelight. Dude, that'll be a cool... That'll be a cool event, that Killing Joke. Oh, I know. I can't wait to watch that. All their animated movies are really, really freaking good. Like uh, Justice League versus Teen Titans is about to come out. Way stoked about that. Have you watched any of the animated ones, Brandon? No? I've seen I've seen a few um, animated features, like the newer ones, like uh, Under the Red Hood and stuff like that. Yeah, Under the Red Hood is one. So this one is like the same the same exact animators and everything is Under the Red Hood. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did like, they adapted Batman Year One. Which I thought was probably the best one that they've they done. Did? I, did, don't they make like one every year or something? Yeah, they make one or two every year. I think yeah. they make one bat, like one direct Batman one, and then one like Justice League type one every year. I've seen a bunch. They have a bunch on Netflix. Any of those good? Oh yeah, they've got like some Flashpoint Wars, Justice League Wars. Yeah, uh, the Flashpoint Paradox is fantastic. It's almost a direct adaptation of, of Flashpoint from the comics, and then Justice League War is kind of an altered version of um, the first volume from the New Fifty Two. So Justice League War is just like the origin of the Justice League, except with this version they have Shazam um, and Cyborg included in it. I like Shazam. I like Shazam too. And then they also adapted uh, Throne of Atlantis. That's right. I wanted to watch that because I actually I actually read that and it was really good. Really good. And the animated one is is fantastic. Um, but no, I think I think as far as animated movies go, like DC the DC adaptations with Warner Brothers are are really freaking solid i watched uh bad blood a couple weeks ago which is like the origin of um batwoman really yeah it's really cool it includes batwoman and batwing uh luke fox really is it the uh the redheaded batwoman yeah okay who's that other one with the mask over her face uh full black mask oh that's uh that's batgirl that's uh cassandra kane so that was after barbara gordon gets paralyzed um Cassandra Kane takes over as Batgirl. Oh, it's just Batgirl. Yeah, just a different costume. Yeah, well, yeah, that one looked cool. It was like the uh, Batman Beyond kind of costume. Yeah, no, she she's the best Batgirl for sure. They just actually, I think, re released the uh, first like nine issues of that Batgirl run in trade paperback form. 
Um, that's one that I think I might uh, I might pick up because she's probably the best Batgirl. She was the one that was going on like during um, No Man's Land, which is like this huge, awesome Batman crossover. Um, Sweet. But yeah. Uh, there's a, so in that, you know, still sticking with the DC theme of things, um, Henry Cavill is, you know, obviously in full-time promotion mode for Batman v Superman. And, uh, he just posted a video on his Instagram talking about, uh, the legitimacy of the Clark Kent disguise, (laughs) wearing the glasses and all that stuff. So Henry Cavill. That's a hard position to defend right there. It is. So what he did is he walked around Times Square with no glasses, wearing a Superman shirt, and nobody recognized him. I would have recognized him. You probably would have. Yeah, honest, any, any of us here. Yeah, anybody in this room would probably say, is that Henry Cavill? What the f- He's wearing a Superman shirt. Yeah, yeah. That's to make it him. a little more obvious, dude. I know, exactly. Like, he's not, no glasses, wearing a Superman shirt. Like, he's got a jacket, but he's, like, holding the jacket out so you can see the Superman logo, and not a single person in the busiest street, you know, in, you know, almost in the world. Yeah. Nobody recognizes him. People are dumb. But that's not where, that's not where the disguise will normally fall apart. Where that will fall apart is in a, in the Daily Planet, or in Yeah, the people that know him. Yeah. So I guess what you're saying is Henry Cavill should go take up a full-time job at a newspaper and see how that works. Yeah, that's the only <laughs> way to prove it. <laughs> they, um, well, they addressed that kind of issue with Supergirl in the new series. Really? Have you not caught up on either? either? Anyway. Yeah, I've, I've got it all uh, queued up in the library, but uh, I haven't caught up yet. So they actually make... a, And it's not necessarily integral to the storyline so I'm not I'm going to tell you kind of how that plays out. Okay. Um so, uh it's Jimmy Olsen's in there and he t- he goes and he's talking to her about the disguise and she's like it's not a very um like good disguise and she he's like well listen people basically see what they want to see like they're they're it's their mind playing. I can't exactly remember how he words it but he's basically like they they just won't see you. They won't pay attention to you. It's mm-hmm. just like they see what they want to see, and that's pretty cool. So he's yeah. basically saying everybody's dumb. Well, yeah, I mean, they won't notice. Well, it's basically because they hold Supergirl or Superman at such a high level that, like, in their mind, it's not possible. Basically, like, uh, you know, like that they, could be, but it's not. You know, if you ever talked yourself out of a situation like that. Where I've seen someone, and I'm like, that looks totally like that person, but there's no way it's that person. And it turned out it was, but I like didn't believe it because yeah. it just didn't make That's sense. That's like the yeah. same thing with the Mark Hamill in the Flash yeah. or in the Gotham that I was just talking about. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was him, but I was like, "There's no way that's him because it's such a small but role." Maybe it was. Who exactly. Knows? I don't well, think it was. Though. It is. I mean, like in uh, if you ever read Grant Morrison's All Star mm-hmm. Superman, they cover you know like mm-hmm. Clark's mom, and and they do it also in Superman Birthright by Mark Wade. Um, but it kind of talks about like the, the dichotomy between how Superman or how Clark presents himself when he's as Superman and how he presents himself when he's Clark. Oh. So about how body language plays into it. Exactly. So yeah, body he's language. slunched over. Yeah. Yeah. When he's Clark, he's, he's hunched over, he's wearing loose fitting clothes. He's always got his hair kind of disheveled and then he's got, you know, thick framed glasses over his face. And then when he's, you know, wearing the Superman costume. Shoulders are back, his back is straight, his hair is, you know, slicked back, no glasses, you know, tight-fitting clothes. And so when he's Clark Kent, it's kind of like 
not that he looks fat, but he kind of just looks like sort of, you know, more of an... He doesn't, he doesn't carry himself like he has power. Exactly. Or has strength. Yeah. Well, and, like, if you're working with somebody and you see, hey, Clark over there, and, like, he kind of looks like Superman, but yeah. why the freak would Superman be working at the Daily Planet? Totally. I feel like that would play into it. Like, exactly. there's no way he'd be here if he's Superman. Yeah. Well, and especially like, if he's always... Because, yeah, like, Clark is always clumsy and stuff, too. Like, he's always knocking crap over and, like, bumping into things. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. And then, like, you know, he's looking down and project. He doesn't project his voice very much when he's wearing his glasses. Sounds like a sad life. He sounds like Ray Palmer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) From Deet Legend. (laughs) Oh, Which, who is Superman, actually. Yeah. (laughs) Funny enough, he's also a level six vegan or whatever it was. Oh, and Scott Scott Pilgrim. (laughs) Level six. Yeah, I don't remember level six what it, vegan, it, yeah. something like that, something crazy like that. Wait, what? Uh, oh shoot! What was the what was the line about? Um, what's the what's that Italian ice cream called? What do they what do they call oh, it? No. Oh, I, uh, gelato. Yeah, yeah gelato's a- not vegan. Milk and eggs, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Frank Castle comes in, takes Superman's <laughs> vegan powers, basically. So good. Uh, um, milk and eggs. <laughs> So you guys know who Gotham cast as Penguin's dad, right? Have you I not heard? No, I haven't heard Is that. Is it that one nerdy looking dude? I saw some family portrait. Paul. Oh no, it's that guy, Paul Rubens himself, Pee Wee Herman. Pee- no, yep, that makes so much sense. I know, because well, because he was the Penguin's dad in Batman Returns, in Tim Burton's Batman Returns, he was the dad that like you know puts Penguin down the drain or really? whatever. Yeah, no, he was. That is such. I love those kind of nods. That's amazing. It's like kind of how they put Dean Cain in Supergirl. Exactly. <laughs> they, well, they put not only do they put Dean Cain, they also put uh, what's her face that played Supergirl in the 1984 Supergirl movie. Yeah, really? they did that with yeah. the, the original Flash. That stuff. Oh yeah, and, and all, John Wesley Ship and Trickster. Yep. Mm-hmm. That crap's so cool. <laughs> I love it's like that. Yeah. It's, it's a it's something only people like us would just be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still cool. It is. No, it is. Yeah. And uh, so they released a family portrait with uh, the Penguin family. So yeah, there was like a mom there. It was like a different <laughs> yeah. mom though. Well, she was just younger. Oh, she was younger. Yeah, because his his dad is. Uh, I'm I'm sure they're gonna age up Paul Rubens. Either that or all the scenes are gonna be like flashback type scenes hmm. i don't know either unless is the old woman his grandma or his mom she's his mom right his mom yeah. yeah so so paul rubens must be either a flashback or wearing old makeup but. i know this sounds rude but i'm glad she's dead because she was so annoying she kind of was well yeah, she wasn't her. at first and then she got annoying yeah well you can't understand anything she's saying and she has way too many lines for a <laughs> character that you can't understand that's way too many yeah. lines she's like, oh, they, i'm like shut up and they, then when he killed her, I was like, yes. And then freaking Penguin's like, no. They add some depth to the Penguin. Because at first I didn't like him as a character. You didn't? I've always Not loved really. him. I didn't really like him. I, mean, I feel like he was just kind of like, he'd, he, had a, he had a little bit of depth, but not what I wanted. But uh, he gets put into Arkham and things start to happen. Oh, yeah. And it gets kind of interesting. I have, I'm excited to see where it goes. I haven't seen him in Arkham yet, so I guess I, yes. I mean I've only well, seen like two episodes. He goes or three to Arkham. He goes season. to Arkham with when they introduce Hugo Strange and all that. Stuff. With the whole Mister Freeze. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mister Frice. Frice. Mister Friceberg. Um. So, you got? Do you guys know who Lobo is? Yeah. DC character Lobo, the main man, the biker. Yeah, he's uh, an alien with unbreakable skin. Um. So he's going to be getting a movie. Lobo's getting his own <laughs> solo movie. Yeah. And they, they, they set in the Superman universe? Apparently, it's set in the, the DC Extended Universe. Um, 
And so, I mean, they announced the movie a long time ago, but it's just kind of been sitting in development hell for a long time. Um, but it's back, like, in main production, and uh, the writer of Wonder Woman, uh, his name's Jason Fuchs, uh, he's the one who did the screenplay for the Wonder Woman they're shooting right now. Uh, he's writing the script right now for Lobo. Really? Yeah. You no, know, is it, I mean, they have dead, do they have Deadpool to thank for that? Do you think? I'm That's guessing. what I was thinking. It's like, right after, it's probably going to be rated R. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think it's um, not going to include anything from the other movies. Maybe. I have a bunch of old comics I should bring over, uh-huh. but I'm pretty sure one of my Green Lantern Corps collections, because you get like the thick and they have like different stories of the different Green Lantern Corps. Yeah. Lobo becomes a Green Lantern at one point. <laughs> <laughs> and it is crazy. That sounds 90s like hell. Dude, uh, yeah. I mean, you see like scantily clad aliens all over and just <laughs> blood and just like it's. Sounds interesting. It was awesome. Lobo as a Green Lantern. Yeah. I wonder I wonder what Lobo story they'll do. Like if they did like the new 52 Lobo story where like it's like fat Lobo versus sexy Lobo and he has to like try and kill himself. I have no idea what, what you're talking the? about. Yeah. In the new 52, they tried to reintroduce Lobo as like the sexy, like cowboy looking dude. Yeah, like the skinny, like emo skinny Lobo. Dude. Yeah. I hated that. I like the big buff biker Lobo, Lobo from uh, Injustice. <laughs> totally. Well, and so what they, what they ended up doing is having a storyline where it turns out that this new skinny, sexy Lobo is from a different like universe or something like that. And so then Fat Lobo comes back and they like b- fight it out or whatever and try to kill each other. Mm. So who wins? Uh, I don't know. I never finished the storyline. Commit. commit. <laughs> I read too much. Um, well, obviously not. Or not enough. Well, I, what I mean is I, I, read, I read too many different things. I, I don't read enough of, yeah, probably the same thing. Especially right now, I'm pulling through like a five-year-long Avengers run, and it's taken all of my mental power to, to keep going on it. It's really good. but Hey, I read through Miles Morales. That's true. In like a week. That's crazy. That is absolutely I don't know insane. how many years it was. I think it was from like 2012 to current. It, it, Miles Morales was created far before 2012, I think. Really? I don't know. That's Actually, maybe been. not. Maybe it was right about then. It might have been around 2011, I think. When they... Because I think it was, it was started like a few months after Andrew Garfield was cast as Spider-Man. Really? Yeah, because it was kind of a response to them not casting a black Spider-Man. And so Ben just decided that if they weren't going to do it in the movies, he was going to do it in the comics and so he actually modeled the look of Miles Morales after Donald Glover who was the one that was rumored to be Spider-Man nah, he doesn't look so anything off. like Donald Glover he looks a good amount but like as the comics go on he starts to kind of look different if you look no, at like that he's first young, issue he looks like he's a, he looks way young he looks like a 10 year old yeah he looks like a young Most Donald Glover no if you if you look at him in those original comics he kind of does I totally disagree I think that's pretty racist that you think all black people look I don't the same. I don't think all black people look the same well, I think, I think it's interesting like that he's Glover. black but he's got a Hispanic last name that's true well because he's half black yeah. half Latino uh, well that makes a lot of sense <laughs> and what's what's funny too is that Donald Glover actually voiced Miles Morales in the ultimate spider-man cartoon really yeah it's <laughs> awesome Donald, and that cartoon's really good good old Donnie yeah he's awesome um so let's let's go over to the Harrison Ford news segment of uh, the show. Uh, Ooh, uh, Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones, number five is on with uh, Steven Spielberg and Her- Spielberg Spielberg and I am Steven Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's the Steven Spielberg clone that comes down to make movies about alien propaganda. You will, be. You will subject <laughs> Steven Spielberg <laughs> commands you. to... Um, this show's but, awesome. What if he like <laughs> fights himself? He has to beat his robot self. 
Just a movie, Spielberg versus Spielborg. I'd watch that. Spielborg. Spielberg, Rise of the Spielborgs. Um, anyway. But no, so there, there's one interesting uh, omission from the people working on Indiana Jones 5. Mm. George Lucas is not involved at all. Well, that's awesome. In man. any capacity. That's no, that's amazing. Me. That's awesome. Yeah, well, uh, what do you mean? Crystal Skull was insane. It was so good. <laughs> crystal Skull? I hope you're kidding. What is this Crystal Kingdom. Skull Kingdom. you're talking about? I blocked that from my memories. Is that... Had so much potential. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, I mean, Shia was... The, the aliens were the best part. Shia LaBeouf <laughs> would have been the best uh, the best new Indiana Jones ever. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, Is Shia LaBeouf going to be in it? Probably not. I hope not. Good. I mean... But I guess it's kind of hard to write out the sun. I know. Yeah. I was like, I don't know what they're going to do. Kill him or something? I mean, they did or write out him. Will Smith for Independence Day. That's true. They did. Well, I think, didn't they just, like, just, like, kill him? And then isn't that one kid, like, his son or something like that? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but so uh, Harrison Ford is occupied with, uh, with shooting Indiana Jones 5. But in a galaxy far, far away, the, uh, the role of Han Solo in the young Han Solo film still hasn't been filled. However, they are down to a short list now of, uh, of I guess, contestants, you could say, for the young Han Solo role. Uh, yeah, they all have accents too. At least two of them. <laughs> yeah, two of them do. Um, so, contestant number one, Taron Edgerton from uh, Kingsman. He's got my vote. I yeah, I love him. Like he's freaking sick. I would have loved to have him as Cyclops. I'd love to have him as as Taron Edgerton. Yeah, he was the the main kid from Kingsman. Never saw it. What? Are you kidding? You never saw Kingsman, Brandon? That's like the best you have spy movie in the last ten years. Well, it's good. That's me, right? Oh, he'd right. be all right. Yeah, dude, he'd be good. I mean, he's very British, but uh, I hear he—he's actually pretty good with voices. He can get um, rid of his accent. I don't. Know. He does look a little like baby. I mean, go watch Kingsman, and then you'll change your mind. Okay. Yeah, King uh, Kingsman probably will. If change I can your mind. see his abilities, because he looks. I think he can pull it off. He's a, he's a great actor. He's a really fantastic actor. He's only been in four movies, but like every single one of those movies, he does A, something different, and B, does a really good job. Can his facial hair be up to par if need be? What do you mean facial hair? Harrison Ford never has facial hair. Or, I mean, uh, Han Solo. Yeah, I mean, That's he has true. like a five o'clock shadow, maybe, but... Yeah. I don't think you so. You need to have a good five o'clock shadow. I don't know. Since when does... In the new one, right? No, yeah, but he's I mean, old. like, yeah, a little Maybe. bit of grizzly five o'clock shadow. Okay, but. all right, I'll watch the movie. I won't say anything more on the subject. <laughs> yeah, I'll okay. watch the movie. Um, Next candidate, Alden Enrich from uh, Hail Caesar, the kid who played. Um, oh shoot, what was his name in Hail Caesar? The young Hollywood star that couldn't get his accent right. I never saw. What's it. his name? Oh, Elden what? Elden Enrich. En- uh, that's the only, that's the one I don't know. Is Aaron it? Reich. Aaron, sure. It's what? hard to say his last name. Aaron Reich. Something like that. He does a really good job in Hail Caesar. He plays like a, a young uh, actor that's been doing like westerns his, his whole life, and so he's never had speaking roles. And they're trying to like change his image or whatever, so they start putting him in, in talking roles for movies and stuff like that. And uh, one of the director that he starts working for, it's like a British film, and the director is like a classically trained like theater director. And so he's trying to get this redneck to like speak with a British accent, and it's this kid who's never like done dialogue before in his movies, and it's 
It, like it's seriously some of the funniest sequences I've ever seen in a movie. Oh. Alden, 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 Alden. I don't know. Yeah, I can't spell half these names, so it's hard. He, yeah, he looks okay. You're going basically on. Oh, uh, on yeah, the way that's all look. I can right now. Yeah, that's all I can. Well, you know the third guy though. The third guy, Jack Rayner from uh, Transformers. Transformers: Age of Extinction. I didn't like that guy. I, don't I, like his I didn't like him either. And he just didn't play the character good. No, like I don't he, think he's a good actor. You don't think he's a good actor? Well, in a Transformers movie, he didn't really have That's true. much room to... Michael Bay can make even the best of actors look real bad. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't like him, though, so... Maybe if I see him in something else, I, think, I might have a different I opinion. think he looks most like Harrison Ford, personally. Yeah. I think you think? His looks... He's Irish. He looks more like Harrison Ford than any of the Whoa, other Whoa, he does, that picture... I still think that of anybody in terms of looks go, I feel like uh, Liam Hemsworth would be the best choice. Hmm. Is he in the running for it? Uh, not in any confirmed capacity. There, they do say that there are still like two or three other people that are probably on the short list for uh, who they want for the role that haven't been leaked yet. But these, these are the three that have been kind of confirmed with insiders. I think there's sixes as far as resemblance to Harrison Ford. Yeah, I mean... It, He's kind of got a hard face to imitate. Harrison Ford? Yeah. Like, he's he he has a generic look to him, but at the same time, it's a pretty distinct generic look, because it's not like he's got a super strong jawline or anything like that. He's just like... What's the third guy's name? Uh, Jack Rayner. Jack Rayner? Yeah. It sounds like Jack Reacher. <laughs> reminds me well, of Jack Rayner is also a, a character on a very popular video game. Is he? Which yeah. video game is that? Starcraft. Or is it oh, Jim Rayner? Lame nerd, Jim nerd. Jim Rayner, Jack Rayner. Found him. Oh, it's Jim. My bad. I think so. I think I think Scott Eastwood and uh, and Liam Hemsworth are two. Scott solid would be choice. great too. Yeah. Like Although Scott, Scott may be uh, occupied playing Dick Grayson. That's not confirmed. It's not confirmed, but it's still that's still my bet. He's it's not mar- confirmed. It's not confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. He's uh, well. So he's he's in Suicide Squad. As like he's got like a marine tattoo, as well. Yeah, so marine looking tattoo. Yeah, and he's and he's in like military looking uniforms and stuff, but there's no name on his uniform or anything like that. Mm. So, you know the 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 the, 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 the jury's still out on yeah, who he is. And Jenna Malone might possibly be playing uh, Batgirl, which yeah. I I hope I freaking hope. Hey, if they're doing a uh, Han Solo. Solo movie? <laughs> uh-huh. Are they going to do the 70s haircut? I really hope. <laughs> I want them to. Galaxy far, far away had different style standards in the 70s. Exactly. Yeah. In fact, the 70s wasn't a real thing either. This is way before the 70s. Yeah, yeah but they all had 70s haircuts. <laughs> well, he's saying like the 70s style oh, haircut. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The kind he had in the original movie. Because it's before the original trilogy, so they could just be like, oh, yeah, he had normal hair. That's true. Shorter hair. So, did you guys... So, we'll, we'll, we'll switch over uh, to some, some video game-related news real quick. Okay. Did you guys hear what uh, Microsoft announced uh, this week yes, in relation to Xbox? so cool. So good. So, Microsoft has now opened the door to allow uh, cross-platform uh, online play. So, what that means in the immediate future is that if somebody's playing a game on a PC, they can play online with somebody who's playing on an Xbox. But what that means for the the long road is that at some point you would be able to hypothetically play online from a PlayStation 4 with somebody who has an Xbox. 
if yeah. both parties are consensually if, if are yeah if, if both parties consent to um, <laughs> to cross game <laughs> but sony did respond did they so sony said that they are willing to talk to developers about uh making that possibility a reality maybe on they'll probably do on like select games is my guess like a call of duty yeah. would be fantastic be uh, you would sell a lot more copies i think oh yeah definitely well, and I mean, because that's the thing is like, I think it's it's a, a win for gaming in general if Xbox and PlayStation players can play online together, mm-hmm. because then the decision is less about what your friends are doing and which and more about which system you like better. Yeah. Which I think honestly is going to drive it, competition for building better systems. It boi- basically boils down to paddle, paddle feel. On it's true. Yeah. How do you like the controller? How does it feel? <laughs> I like Xbox. Yeah. I like them both. I'm getting a PS4 uh, really soon, so are you now oh, yeah. really i was thinking about doing that too yeah mm-hmm. we could do that did i they, mean did they release the division for ps4 i'm not sure because that game is money anyway oh, dude waiting in line is probably my favorite thing <laughs> that i want to do in video games i didn't see that one yet <laughs> did you did you hear about that chase no so they released this new tom clancy game called the division oh yeah i've seen it and uh there's a glitch in there's a glitch in the online play where players can't like walk through each other so every every player occupies a physical space, um, and there's this one NPC, this one like computer, you know, non non player character in the game uh, that you have to talk to in order to accomplish some mission. And on the first day of release, I don't know if they fixed it by now, but at least for the first couple days of release, they it was just a line out this building of just like players, single file, waiting <laughs> to talk to this one NPC to get the mission done. <laughs> it's so great. So hilarious. Like people were saying, like they had to wait in line for like thirty minutes or whatever before they finally got to talk to him and do their mission. Yeah, that's <laughs> hilarious. Man, that's the funniest thing I've heard all day. Video games <laughs> right? are getting too realistic. <laughs> Play that Tom Clancy's line simulator. <laughs> um, in in other video game news, though. Teenage Mutant uh, Ninja Turtles Mutants in Manhattan mm-hmm. got its release date. So it's a new uh, video game, you know, obviously with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And it's done, it appears to be done by the studio that did Borderlands. Uh, if it's not the same studio, it sure freaking looks their like it. animation looks great. Yeah, what what, uh, an- what type of are they going after like the old cartoons or like the new movies? Uh, it seems to be kind of in the middle. I mean, it's it's honestly closer to Borderlands than it is to any other Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle stuff. Comic styling, like very I mean, comic. like the the way the characters look. New, That's what I mean. Oh, they look like Borderlands. Like they they look like turtles, but it's like if you were to take a turtles cartoon and yeah. put it in Borderlands animation. Time to Google it. Yeah, so it's it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutants in Manhattan. Um, it's being released on May twenty fourth, which coincides i don't know if it's the same exact day but it's uh really close to teenage mutant ninja turtles out of the shadows the movie that that um teenage ninja turtles 3 for nes uh, was called manhattan project really Uh uh-huh um alluding obviously to the atomic bomb but it was a different storyline but if that i i was hoping i was hoping that they were kind of just remaking that game because that that game shaped a lot of my childhood. Really, it's just such an amazing game. I would play it to the day. <laughs> so good. Um, I am. I have been wanting to get a, a Retron Five so I can play all those old like NES and Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis games. Um, I think even I think my brother actually has one and he doesn't ever use it. But I could be wrong on that. I don't know. I'll have to find out. Um, but I think that'd be super fun for like. Um, 
game on videos i think mm-hmm. going back and playing some of those retro games would be super fun yeah oh so, yeah for sure we got to do that at some point soon um once we get our, our new setup but oh and and by the time just a quick uh, little drop by the time you're listening to this we will have our uh our first video uploaded on YouTube. So that'll be just our Star Wars Battlefront hero battle um, game on video. Did you guys do that? Oh, yeah, we did. Nice. Oh, yeah. That's me. Well, I didn't that do the Conqueror's yeah. Bad Fur Day, huh? Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm, I've been trying to edit it, but the audio was was bad. Skippy as hell. That sucks. And so, yeah, for, for all the future videos, we won't have that problem. Um, but for the ones we recorded in, like that one day video game binge session. Uh, <laughs> For anybody yeah, listening, we, beat we the had teddy bears, man. We had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun for anybody we, listening. We did have a lot of fun. I mean, and yeah, we did beat those teddy bears for sure. Like, we um, after after you left, Brandon, we uh, we beat some teddy bear Nazis. some Nazi teddy bears. Yeah. Oh or man, I missed out. It was pretty fun. Yeah, um, we got murdered the first round, and we're like, "This is impossible." And then somehow we beat them. Yeah, because we're because of teamwork. Teamwork always pays off, man. Always pays off. So, I think uh, I think it feels like time to uh, talk about some things from the internet. You think so, Chase? The internet. Right. Things about time. Are we not going to talk about Spider Man though? Oh, we will. After That's after things later? from the internet, oh, yeah. Okay, okay. We'll do our, our median things from the internet before going in. All right. So, Chase, what? Obviously, as we uh, as we alluded to in the beginning of the show, it's been quite a week. Sure, yeah. You know, it's definitely been a week. Yeah, yeah it's been been a, uh, See? Indisputable you are not fact. Wrong. Um, well, in this week, uh, <laughs> some crazy things have happened in the world, such as two identical twins who have had over $500,000 worth of plastic surgery done so that they can look even more identical. What? Yeah. Not only that, they spend all of their time together, literally all of their time together. They also sleep in the same bed with the same guy. They share one boyfriend. Oh, they're girls. They're girls. (laughs) They share a boyfriend. They sleep in the same bed together in the basement of their parents' house. They're 30 years old. (laughs) Are they hot? Pull up a picture. At one point, they may have been hot. So they're not anymore. So they they both look the funky. surgery. The surgeries have done a number on them. Uh, they're from I think Spain. Uh, let's see. Oh no, they're from Australia. Australia, mate. Hmm. So I mean, pretty much the same country, right? Hey, mate. Let's go share a boyfriend in in the basement <laughs> down under. <laughs> let's go share our boyfriend together. <laughs> <It's 'cause laughs> we sounded a little British there. That was pretty British. <laughs> <laughs> Oi, Gavna. <laughs> That's, oh, that's like your go-to British word. Wanna... Governor. <laughs> uh, my, my, my go-to Australian word is outback. Outback. <laughs> Down under, Let's mate. go outback and, and go out put back. our boyfriend on the barbie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I feel bad for that, man. But yeah, so they... Oh, they I mean, twin? They've been having like a, a crazy media circus like tons of interviews and stuff like that talking about how they want to be exactly like each other and share all the same experiences even to the point that if one of them gets pregnant they like they're any time that they're because they're thinking about having kids with this boy they want to both be pregnant at the same exact time and have their kids on the same exact day at the same time so if one of them goes into labor then they are going to induce the other one they're psycho right they're that's, crazy that's crazy they're absolutely insane um 
Perfect <laughs> for the internet. Exactly. Perfect. And they say, they say that their shared boyfriend, the reason that they're able to have this such a functioning relationship with him is because he is a twin himself. Though he is a fraternal twin, he still knows what it's like to be a twin, so he can understand all of their uh, complexities. Where's his other twin? <laughs> right? That's my question this whole time. That's weird. Yeah, I have a, quote, twin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's my brother. Um, I mean, he looks... <laughs> my brother. That's, that's so British. He's my brother. <laughs> you no, know, he's going for Tom Hardy in Legend. Oh, right. <laughs> brother. He's my brother. He, he, he looks different from me, and, and he's, oh. a, he's a little older from me, but <laughs> he's still my brother. He, we're, we're fraternal twins. He just he aged a little worse. Uh, where, where's, where's his mate? That's your brother. That that mate right that guy right there. That guy. That guy. Right over there. He's my he brother. He looks like he's fifty. <laughs> he's my twin though. I mean I'm I'm telling you, it's that's he's him. a lot of sun that's damage. The guy right there. He's got he's got sun damage. <laughs> We're definitely fraternal twins. I'm sorry, I can't do anything about that. <laughs> Don't talk to him. He he, he won't talk back. <laughs> he he, uh, he plays this game where he likes to rem- he, does, he likes to pretend he doesn't know me and all that. <laughs> it's, he's he's I'm the better looking one. <laughs> He's never taken too well to this. <laughs> I keep doing like a whale. Aren't you glad that I'm the better looking of the twin? <laughs> I always felt bad. You know, if there's a twin and there's like an uglier one. You know how bad it'd be to be the ugly twin? No, that's true. I've known some ugly twins. Like I've known I've known some twins who are definitely worse looking than their uh, their other twin. Because then like that's how you're known. Is like, oh yeah, the twin? Which one? The ugly one or the hot one? It's like Or the ugly one and the less that's ugly one. That's why you one. have to either Or the hot one and the less you hot one. You have to be the funny one. Oh, totally. Then you would actually, because you're not, if, yeah, I mean, hopefully you're not like that more, that much more unattractive than your twin, but you're like. I've seen some. They're like, oh, which, so eventually it becomes like, which twin? Oh, he's the cool one. (laughs) Yeah. It's a shame he doesn't look like his brother. (laughs) (laughs) I used to be the ugly twin. What happened? What I'm not a twin anymore. (laughs) (laughs) That solves that problem. There, I don't have a twin now. <laughs> what What would you guys do if you were a twin? I mean, like, are, are there any twin pranks that you've really thought about doing, or like any any the ways that you would utilize being a oh, twin? All the typical ones, like switching. That's about switching, like for tests or schoolwork or girlfriends. That's true. Or you could pull a, uh, a you could bank heist in a heartbeat. Yeah, you do. That's what I. That's actually what first How came into my mind heist. is doing a bank heist. Is like you one of your twins has to get a job at a bank. <laughs> Okay, and then this is starting to fall apart. Okay, Sorry. Then, wow. no, go no. I mean, I mean, the heist is starting to fall so, apart. Yeah, and then so one then of you gets learn a job. how you learn how the inner workings of the bank or whatever. But so are you saying that one twin would just set up the other twin for a robbery? Is that how one twin would heist? No, no, no. One twin would be like working and be like have be giving the other twin an alibi. If that makes sense. Well, but. So, so they would have to be a secret twins, twin. Though. Yeah. So y- mm. you could pull some. Uh, <laughs> no, what I'm, no, what I'm off. saying is like, yeah, hide your like, brother forever. Well, no. Like, <laughs> let's say, okay, I'm just planning this in my head as we go. But let's say you're yeah, twin, we, we right? Can tell. <laughs> and then you, you, the other twin comes in in a disguise. Uh huh. Takes the disguise off to get into the vault. Then puts the disguise back on, and then well, so, well, then so basically, him, when so you then him a, being a twin like does nothing for him. 
That's like, like does, that's a heist that anybody can do. The, no, it does get into the vault. Like if you have to like talk to someone or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so the one twin like puts on. Well, but there's cameras everywhere that like. I don't know. If he's wearing the disguise, oh, then people wow. will be like, "Hey, why is this guy wearing a disguise?" I, I see us? no advantage of having a twin for a bank heist. <laughs> then just take his okay. mask off and be like, "Oh no, it's just me." You've got to be able to pull some stuff just off kidding. as a twin. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. You could. Legally? Uh, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of what types of things you could pull off. You could hustle people. Did you know? On a side note, though. Mm-hmm. If you pretend to have a gun, they if you basically threaten a teller at a bank, they have to give you the money. Yeah, yeah. all the That's to protect how their employees, yeah. Most mm-hmm. successful bank heists are when they just pass a note. That yeah, yep. that's what okay, I, so I I used to date a girl that's a manager at a bank. She says, "You pass them a note that says pretend like nothing's going on, but give me the money. I have a gun or whatever." And Is then, that still armed robbery? Yeah. Even though you don't have a gun. I mean, it's still robbery. It's still armed illegal. robbery, though. Armed robbery, like when you show up with like guns. Because I mean, That's it's definitely worse, right? like it's definitely not something that you can just go and do. Like you know, you're still gonna have to deal with cops. What if you go in and be like, "Hey, I don't have a gun, but I'm gonna like, murder you slowly if you don't give me the money." <laughs> That's not armed robbery. What about this? Okay. Twin wise. <laughs> Back to the. Twins. It's like I'm just still trying to make the twin thing work. You're in a disguise and you hold the bank up just like a normal person, but on your way out, you take the disguise off and you become the employee of the bank. So when you, if someone approaches you, like it pulls you over or whatever, I don't know, you're like, yeah, but you don't need a twin for that. You could just wear a disguise. <laughs> no, you wear a dis- Because <laughs> then they're just going, oh crap, our own employee just but- robbed us. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying though, because you were at the bank the whole time. I don't know. Well, but, I mean, if the cops show up as you're walking out of the bank, they'll um, pull you in, and then your twin is also inside the <laughs> bank as, you're, as they're arresting you, so it's like they'd figure out pretty quick. You know? I mean, it, 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 like, it, it's, 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 uh, it's like holding sand in your hands, you know? I mean, yeah. somebody hits your hand. No, this is this how it works. This is how it works. Okay. So, the one brother works at the bank. He goes right before the heist. He's like, hey, I got to go to the bathroom. So he runs to the bathroom... But he actually sneaks out and leaves. The other twin comes in with the disguise on, robs a bank, and then runs into the bathroom, takes off his disguise, and comes back out. Well, but where does all the money go? He flushes it down the toilet. Well, then... They throw it out the window to the other twin. Is there windows in bank bathrooms? Do banks have bathrooms? I Probably, but I doubt there's windows. I mean, most public places, there's no windows in the bathroom. Well, then they, the one twin that worked there could find a hiding spot. Well, so then, I mean, in that mm-hmm. case, because that's another case where you wouldn't even need to be a twin. Like, if I worked at a bank, have to know I could just put on a disguise, grab the bag, and then go into the room and throw the bag of money out to another person who and doesn't have to look like me at all. I didn't all. see him. I was just <laughs> in the bathrooms and running through. Are you sure it wasn't you? Uh, I would think I would know if I robbed a bank. I know if I robbed our own bank, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Come uh, on. What what could you pull off as a twin, though? We got to... Because there's definitely Like, illegally, like stealing stuff? Yeah, like, you could, to take advantage... Well, just to make your life way easier. Well, because I've, I've thought about it, and it's like... There's no situation where you're really coming out ahead for being a twin, because it's like, you know, if you switch classes or whatever, it's like... I mean, somebody's still going to those classes. No, this is what, this is what you do. You can hustle people. Be like, hey, I bet you 20 bucks... That if I walk this way, I can go all the way around the world 
and come back this way. So really fast. <laughs> so he runs that way around the corner, and then all of a sudden the other twin comes back, and they're like, oh, my gosh, how'd they do that? Basically prestige. You could, you could but <laughs> hustling money. Yeah, I guess you could hustle for money like, hey, I'll take the long way around this building. You take the short way around that building. I bet you I'll beat you there. And then just have your twin waiting like, right around the racers. corner from the other one. You can do mm. a marathon Ooh. race. Ooh. Running, That's a smart idea. And they're like, all right, I'm up above the front. And then you just like leave and the other guy walks across the front line. One, yeah. one way to, if you were to make your life easier, one, you basically would have to become the same person. Two people yeah. would become. So like. Well, and the hard part is like in terms of you finances You share a college stuff, degree. You, you share two money. To feed. Yeah, it's. Because you'd have to be making enough money to support two people to actually make that work. Which, I mean, that'd take a few years to Basically, to it do comes well. down to the only. So far, all I can think of is the benefit would be, like, if you need to multitask and your twin is available. It's like, hey, can you go on this date with this girl for me, and I'll go on date with this girl, <laughs> and we can totally switch or whatever. Or that's like, true. Or you're both dating like, hot hey, people, but well, hot why, in different why ways. Why would you need so to date switch someone out? It's like if I'm someone busy. else is it's dating like, them for shoot, you? Shoot, I'm busy. And I can't go. I want to go out hang out with this girl, but I got a work meeting. Do you want to just go and sit in my work meeting for me? And oh, that makes sense. You know. Well, but then that other twin's like, okay, well then you're gonna owe me. So I guess you could switch off like that, and then. It just helps you out every yeah. once in a while. If you're both dating somebody hot, you know, it's like, oh, I'm kind of curious. Oh, I'm kind of curious. Switch. Boom. Done. Like, you know? Switch trade girlfriends for it? Yeah, exactly. See if they notice? Yeah. They probably would, but... Yeah, well, they we, probably would, depending on how identical you are, though. Yeah. I've Especially if they don't like, know you're a twin. Twins. I don't know. Because, like, let's say, let's say you live in, like, different cities or something like yeah. that, you know? They just decide for, like, one week they're just going to switch, and the girls that they're dating have no idea that they're twins. You know, I mean, somehow they never see a family photo or something. I don't know. Or they never say, like, hey, do you have any brothers and sisters? Well, I mean, you can tell me you have a brother or sister. Well, you can tell me you have a brother, you know, brothers and sisters. I got a brother. He's pretty close in age. (laughs) (laughs) How close? Close. Yeah, close enough. (laughs) He was born born as soon as he possibly could have been born after me. (laughs) (laughs) I guess if you're a twin, you'd only need one gym pass. Oh, that's true. Actually, you just get a second copy, and then you just can't go at the same time. That's that's where. Okay, those are those are things that it could actually come in handy for things that you need to verify an ID mm-hmm. to do. Because then it's like you can frame your twin me. for a murder. That see, if you like, if you grow you're, up resenting, like if you're the ugly twin, if you're the <laughs> ugly twin, no, that doesn't work because they're not identical. Yeah. Well, I mean, if they're identical, but one of them's just like got a if little bit goofier stu- features. If you're the stupid twin, or you're <laughs> yeah. the mean twin, the yeah. mean one, or the like. Dumb one, yeah. I don't know the one like, nobody likes. If you grow up just resenting your other twin, you could totally frame him for a crime easily. Man, that's actually I, I, it's probably happened before, dude. If I had a twin, I'd be watching my back constantly. No, because you grow up with someone like that, you you can't. I mean, it. Oh, dude, I'd frame pe- my brother. Most people would probably trust their twin. I'd frame my brother for murder think in about, a second. I think I think we can't really relate to what twins feel because obviously with these Spanish Australian. Ch- these Australian chicks, there's some sort of bond that twins have that. Well, but then there's other twins that like don't want to spend any time with each other at all. Yeah, that's true. These, I don't know. Twi- these twins in Australia boggle my mind a little bit. Right? Do you have a picture of them? Uh, yeah. Let me grab it. I want to see this. Have that guy? Is he lucky or is he uh, stupid? I mean, might be both. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's stupid lucky. <laughs> All right, so I'm showing Chase the picture here of these uh, Australian twins. I'm at G-Rex's microphone. <laughs> Can you hear me? What do you think, Chase? I mean, they're not like 
ugly or anything. They're, they're just not like they don't look human. They're just basic. They they both. I, it looks like they both had plastic surgery. Okay, I'm coming more, over and okay. check. It looks like they both had more like plastic surgery on more than just their faces. They look, look like, like scary dolls. They do. Like, yeah. For the record, there I've been at a low in my life where I would totally get with both of them. They're not, <laughs> yeah, they're like kind of at, below average porn stars. <laughs> that's below true. Yeah, average. they're they're low rent, they're low rent porn stars and or strippers. That's that's exactly what they look like. Oi, we'll dance on this pole for some money. That is so <laughs> British. Even be British for you. <laughs> that's so British. I don't do Australian. I do British. That's all right, then. <clears throat> you do like the Tom Hardy British from this, uh, Legend. Oh, brother. Brother, what's, the, what's that hammer line? That's my favorite line. I can't remember it though. <laughs> Let's see. Um, a, a psychopath or, or shit. It's a, something about a hammer, and then he beats him with hammer. Yeah, he's like, he's like, um, I got a joke for you. A, uh, uh, a paranoid schizophrenic walks into a bar with a hammer. Or no, dang it, I can't remember either. That movie's so good. Way though. to I love screw Legends. that joke up. You ruined it. Yeah. Why well, screw that I'd joke up? I'd you, man. <laughs> Why does Scrooge joke up? <laughs> That's my horrible Australian accent. Speaking of the killing joke, you just killed that joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh that's a good one. Yep, yep, that was a that, good one. That was a good one. <laughs> um, What's next on the docket? So we'll go back to some geek news. Um, you guys have heard of the show Preacher, right? Based on a comic book. Have you heard of it at all? I've heard of it. I've heard about it. Yeah, I have no idea what it is. Though. So it's based on a, a really awesome comic book. Uh, it's the the premiere is coming up pretty soon. It's produced we- by Seth Rogen, actually. Yeah, which is surprising. What? Yeah, all the early reviews look fantastic for it. What's the universe Preacher comes from? Uh, it comes from Vertigo, which is DC's mm. like kind of you know darker imprint or whatever that does you know That's separate stories. V for Vendetta, right? Exactly. V for Vendetta yeah. was a ver- vertigo comic um watchman was actually a vertigo comic um a bunch of other things like they've done uh i think swamp thing was even originally a vertigo comic um but it's all like they're you know preacher is one of the best comic books of all time in terms of you know how much uh critical love it's gotten and everything um but in the in the pilot in the first episode of preacher they do something that no other movie has managed to do before movie or show movie or show I mean, it is a show, but they, they managed to do what nobody else has ever done before. Can you guess what it is? I don't know. I heard they blew up Tom Cruise or something. Boom! They blew up Tom Cruise. Yeah, <laughs> I heard about that. Uh, what <laughs> is that mean? Like, they, his All character right. literally blows up. Tom, yeah, Tom Cruise. What did they kill the actor? Tom Cruise has a, has a cameo in the, uh, in the Preacher pilot, and he gets blown up. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Which is awesome. So that's Seth Rogen right there. Exactly. <laughs> nobody else can blow up Tom Cruise? No, uh, nobody ever has. Tom, Tom Cruise is always walking away from the explosion, you know, or running awkwardly. This time he is the explosion. <laughs> um, no, he's gonna he's gonna wa- run away from his own explosion of himself being exploded. Speaking of explosions, yeah. do you think um, Nitro is gonna be in Civil War at all? Oh, the no. the dude the, that originally blows up the human uh, bomb guy. I doubt it. I think I think in place of the Stamford incident from the comics where the new warriors blow up a school on accident. Well, that's Nitro, but yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, Nitro's the villain, I guess, but the new warriors sort of, you know, the reality for show a reality makes, show, yeah. they attack this house of, of criminals and they run away and blow up. Um, I think in place of that event, they're going to use, you know, Sokovia, New York, um, Washington, D.C., like mm-hmm. all the events that happened in Winter Soldier and the other Avengers movies. 
um, as well as like the Iron Man three stuff. Yeah, and just kind of use that as a place yeah. of like, hey, look at all these people dying. It's basically the Avengers are being <clears throat> held accountable, not not um, superhumans or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that, that's what I it think seems he's like. A cool enough villain to have like some sort of. He is cool, and it'd be cool if he had a cameo appearance, but it's like, I mean, with how fully loaded the movie already is with characters, like, you know, you've got, you've yeah, got, they've got Crossbones, of, uh, Baron Zemo. you got uh, plenty of heroes and villains. No, you got plenty of incidents of yeah. mass they have, death. They have enough to, to death toll to... For yeah. sure. I mean, even in the smaller movies, you know, in Ant-Man, they still blow <clears> up a giant building, and in... Uh, um, and some dude's house with giant Thomas the Train. <laughs> that's true. Um, the giant ant. Uh, do you think that they're going to make a reference to the Netflix characters? I, I really hope so. so. I really want like, Daredevil to get in on the action. Yeah. Just like say, like, there's all these other people that are following in your steps. There's some guy in Hell's Kitchen or some crap like yeah. that. And it'll be like, oh, you know. I hope so. Especially because, I mean, the Punisher, you know, so so as we're recording this, tomorrow or tonight, I guess, is when Daredevil Season 2 premieres. Um, what? When yeah. is that? It's tonight, not tonight. Tomorrow. Midnight tonight. Tonight? <gasps> yeah. Totally going to watch that. Tonight? So, Midnight tonight. I'm so what? excited. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. You're not so joking. I'm not joking. So... That's St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. What? As, as they're listening to this right now, the, the listeners have probably already seen it. I've never had a reason episode. to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> oh, St. Patty's Day. we got to celebrate and watch the Daredevil. That's better than your Australian. The Daredevil. Oh, yeah. yeah that's no. way better than How can you I do, do Irish? Irish but not... Well, he's got red hair. He's almost a leprechaun. He's the luck of the Irish. I got the accent. Look at the Irish. That well, here's Australian. the thing. So, no, it wasn't. Australian Irish? and British can be Irish. like more related in a way. Yes, that's that's kind of the thing is with uh, with British and, and Australian, um, they're too similar. I think they're yeah. they're they're very similar, and so it it really crosses some wires in your head. Wires in your head? Yeah, Irish? it crosses the wires in your head. I think I can do an Australian Irish accent. Are you sure? Do an Irish? Give it a try. Are you sure? Give it a try. You never Aye, give it a try. <laughs> you never. Aye, 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 you never know what you're gonna get. You never know what you're gonna get, laddie. There you go. I gotta say, laddie. laddie. I gotta say, laddie. That's doesn't... not even an Irish term. That's that's Scottish. Whatever. They're British. Whatever. I'm not your mother. Whatever. You're... <laughs> you're thinking Glasgow, not Dublin. 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 You gotta uh, you gotta talk about Dublin, not Glasgow. Glasgow. Mm-hmm. You gotta talk about Gerard Butler. <laughs> so, for the sake of but- keeping Gerard followers, what? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, um, you guys are just practicing <laughs> accents on their show for like ten minutes straight. For those of listening, and we've done we it on more than one occasion. Back. Yeah, that's no. We have we have done accents on like a multiple occasions, <laughs> like practicing. Not even like, hey, look, I've been practicing this. It's like I'm gonna practice this right now. Right hey, now, I do me. some voices that I know would scare away your listeners. Some Let's hear yeah. We've already scared them away. All right. Yeah, if they if they're my, if they're not scared away by my now, nothing's Elmo, gonna do my it. My Elmo <laughs> voice is on point. Do it. And I won't even look. I can do a kid, a little kid voice, and and then similar. Here, okay. do, do an Elmo close, voice. Well, close everyone listening right now, close your eyes. I'm going to invite Elmo over to the microphone. <laughs> Elmo, come here for a second. Hi, everybody. Uh, Elmo is really glad to be on the show. <laughs> Elmo loves everybody. <laughs> Elmo loves everybody. Elmo loves Superman and Batman. And Emma loves. Oh my god! I almost tried to do a Kermit the super, Frog voice, but I don't even think Guava. that's the same thing. Emma loves Super nope. Guava. <laughs> oh my god! That's pretty good. Yeah. What about what about a little kid? Okay, it's it's um. It helps me channel that inner child when I. 
comic books. <laughs> I, my daddy said if I don't wet the bed, he gave me one comic book for every day I don't wet the bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's horrible. That's pretty good. That's good. That's, 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 really, that's not bad. But really, that which, like in Spirals, that really happened. Now, now, do, now do a British little kid. But really, it really happened. My daddy, my daddy said that if, if I, if I didn't wet the bed, that he would give me a comic book <laughs> every day. I didn't wet the bed. Now do a French little kid. Comic book. Uh, oui. <laughs> I, don't the, I don't know the French way to talk. That's not very hard for me. Or a Sp- I can do a Spanish Elmo. Do it. Me llamo Elmo. <laughs> I really, really like to eat the tacos. Am I like a tacos? <laughs> cha cha cha. Cha cha cha. Anyway, uh, so oh, that's good. Pretty good. That's why they invited me onto the podcast. Yeah, that's today. the only reason so I could. We wanted to hear Elmo. Um, so we were talking about explosions. Right, right, right. Uh, you guys Manly know. Stuff. You guys know who really loves explosions? Michael Bay. Michael Bay loves explosions. Um, of course. And Michael Bay and Steven Spielberg actually, um, about a year ago, decided to uh, assemble the Avengers of action movie writing because mm. they they decided that for the future of the Transformers films, it would be best if they had a, uh, a giant creative team working on writing these films and, mm. and run it much like a TV show. Is this for real? This is for real. Okay. So back in uh, about this time last year, they assembled this writer's room of a bunch of people um, I can't even remember at this point who was all on it. Um, but now it appears that there's trouble in paradise. <gasps> they're having, they're having some troubles with these writers rooms and, uh, Robert Kirkman, uh, creator of the walking dead, as well as invincible and numerous other comics has exited that writer's room and, uh, doesn't seem to be too happy about the direction that things are taking. You know, it's just, uh, well, it could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing. I know. For Transformers? For Transformers. It's a bad thing. Yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> Have you seen the last two? Three? Three. Well, oh, I think that's so why they created all this writer's them. room. Have you seen all of them? I like the first one until they turn in, they get rid of the old Camaro. <laughs> I don't like, then it gets boring. I think, well, and I think that's why they created the writer's room for these for these movies is so that they could actually, like, make something good <laughs> for a change. Everybody's like, man, stop making these stupid, boring That basically kind of shows me that there's someone in that writer's room that shouldn't be there. Yeah. Basically like a corporate basically like a, a lobbyist for the production company, someone that is saying, "Okay, here we're having this writers room so everyone gains faith in the franchise, but mm-hmm. also I'm going to put a stop to things that I know the company will like." Or maybe maybe even it's like some uh, you know, like some I don't know. Some some guy who's probably like executive producer on these films. That's like yeah. maybe you know maybe he's probably directed films before as well, and maybe he's just got a huge ego on his head and thinks he's a better director than he is, and so he's you know telling people that they're not good at their jobs or something. I mean, who knows? Any like any some, number of someone's things. in there they shouldn't be, and they're yeah. either an a hole or. I, I was just alluding to Michael Bay. I think Michael Bay is the problem. Yeah, Michael Bay. <laughs> yeah, Michael Bay. <laughs> yeah, sure, I was he, he doesn't even have to be a corporate exec. He's already sucking the dicks of sponsors anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> have you seen Transformers Four? It's like yeah. a two-hour commercial. <laughs> Let me We're going to escape nice. from them with our Chevy Sonic. There was there was a uh, the, few. My favorite was the Buzz the Budweiser one. They hit a oh truck and it goes over and he grabs it. Opens it on no, he opens it on his door as some sign of disrespect. Like opens it on this guy's door, like just pops it on like like. Okay, you just not even subtle at all. Yeah, considering like, that there's a million beers all over the street. 
Well, it was the dumbest thing, too, because he did it as if he just spat in that guy's face, but literally all he did was pop the cap off of his bottle using this guy's door and, like, looked at him like, yeah, try and recover from that one. I don't even remember that. It was the dumbest thing, because he just, like, the guy's like, he was like, hey, man, get out of my way, and Mark Wahlberg's like, what, there's a freaking alien explosion going on over there, get out of my way, what, and then opens the beer on the guy's, like, door and then just, like, chugs it really quick and looks at him like, what, bro? That's the best Mark Wahlberg impression I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, what, bro? There's an alien ex- explosion going on, bro. That's my that's my Mark Wahlberg. That's <laughs> spot on. There's an alien explosion, you dickhead. <laughs> oh man. Um. So, I uh, in terms of news, that's that's about it for all the nerdy news. But uh, something that did catch my attention this week is that uh, Newsarama had a voting for the 10 best Marvel Comics storylines of all time. Um, and so all the fans voted, and, and now they finally got their sort of, you know, definitive fan-chosen cho- fan list of uh, the best Marvel Comics of all time. Uh, so I figure we may as well go through them and see which yeah. ones we've read, which ones we haven't, and might what have to think of them. I might have to bow out before you guys that? are done. Oh, it'll be it'll be done pretty oh, quick. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'll hear, I'm here for you guys then. All right. Uh, so number ten, X Men: Days of Future Past. I watched the movie. You watched the movie. I watched the movie as well. Have you read the comic? No. Have you read the comic, uh, Brandon? No, I haven't either. I watched I watched the animated show and I read and I watched the movie. Um, never read the comic, but uh, the movie was good. You know, the movie was well, freaking we good. We should probably read the comic. We probably should at some point. You know. For for people who read comics, I guess it's kind of an egregious one not to have read. Uh, number nine is Annihilation. Now, Annihilation is the event that kind of paved the way to inspire Guardians of the Galaxy to become a movie. It was this huge event going on in the Marvel Cosmic Universe while Civil War was going on. Mm-hmm. And so this is what occupied everybody in space while the, the heroes were fighting. Did you read Annihilation? I think, I think I... No, I didn't read it, but I noticed because I've been collecting some of the X-Men storylines. Uh-huh. And... Um, there's a big galaxy. Is this the big Guardians X Men crossover? Oh no, that one was uh, that one was Black Vortex. There's no because the the timeline that it was connected to was the I think all new X Men where they have the very brand the very mm-hmm. first team with the yellow navy mm-hmm. blue yeah travel that was... forward in time to stop Scott Summers from being basically a mutant terrorist. Yeah. That was Black Vortex because that that was from just a couple years ago or like a year ago. But yeah. this, so Annihilation is from like 12 years ago. Right. Okay. When Civil totally War was different. going on. Yeah. That is actually a good crossover. Um, Annihilation is, is one of my, like I've, I've read a lot of the issues from, it, but I still haven't read front to back the entire event, but that is a good one because it is kind of the, the establishing tone that eventually led to Guardians of the Galaxy becoming a movie. Um, so this is a really good tie in. Uh, coming in at number eight, this is a, this is an oldie. This is a real oldie. The Coming of Galactus, the Fantastic Four story by uh, Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's, that's pretty old, but for all the fans to vote that in at number eight, that's pretty good. The Coming of it's Galactus. It's Galactus, man. Yeah, and it looks like it might have even introduced the Watcher. So, and mm. it's the funny thing is, too, it's only three issues. Really? But, yeah, but this is back when they had, like, the giant size issues with, like, 40 pages, I guess, so. Oh, yeah. I, saw, I read the uh, Return of Galactus in the... Uh... Ultimate Universe. Oh, really? It's pretty good. Galactus in the Ultimate Universe is very different from uh, from the original Galactus because they have like Galactus or whatever. Oh yeah, that whole and there's thing. like bugs. Yeah, that like they call the Galactus as well in a different 
you know, way yeah. to spell it or something. We should, uh, I, I definitely want to read that crossover though, especially because like reading Stan Lee sometimes can be a little exhausting <laughs> with how much exposition that he has. Oh my and gosh, dude. You it's unreal, unbelievable. but I always enjoy some Kirby art, so. Uh, coming in at number seven, Frank Miller's Daredevil Born Again. Oh, I want to read that. That one is really freaking good. Um, this is probably one of Frank Miller's best works. I mean, this was in the 80s when Frank Miller wasn't a crazy person. <laughs> so, is that the one where he puts on the mask that was in, um, the TV show is inspired by? Um, no, that was... Uh, that was um, shoot, I can't remember the, the name Frank of Miller, that one. It was, it was part of Frank Miller's Daredevil. That was with uh, John Romita Jr. Um, I think that was the... I can't remember if that one came before or after Born Again, um, but uh, that one was really good too. So the entire Frank Miller like Daredevil collection, just like the Frank Miller Batman stuff, like it's all really freaking good. Uh, and that's where they pulled the inspiration from for the entire Daredevil TV series is Frank Miller stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that one at number seven, that's a pretty good place for it. Uh, number six, the original Secret Wars from 1985. This is basically where Marvel... Uh, Really, they basically just had like a huge crossover to make heroes fight each other. And so somebody does the Brainiac thing and starts pulling random things from different universes and putting them together on what he calls Battle World and has all these, you know, uh, characters battle it out. And this is when Doctor Doom starts getting all these delusions of grandeur and crazy stuff. And it's also where Spider-Man originally gets the symbiote suit from. And so in the comics, what happened is that uh, all of a sudden they had, you know, Spider-Man in one issue is wearing the, the red suit. And the very next issue, right when Secret Wars starts, the very next issue of Spider-Man takes place after Secret Wars. So all of a sudden, he's just got this black suit, and nobody knows why. Mm. And then they have to read through Secret Wars to find out how that happens. Cool. Which eventually leads to Venom and all that other stuff. So Secret Wars is a pretty, you know, kind of milestone crossover. Let's check it out. Number five. This one's relevant right now. X-Men: Age of Apocalypse, which very obviously is the inspiration for uh, for the upcoming movie. No. Yeah, right? Isn't it freaking nuts, bro? Yeah, um, totally. <laughs> they uh, they couldn't use the age of prefix because well, that's not prefix. Um because Age of Ultron stole it. Yeah. Exactly. They didn't they didn't Damn want confusion. You. They had Age of Ultron and they also had Age of Adeline, you know, and it's like, ah, oh, they're competing for the same audience. Oh, yeah, and oh, totally. And, and she's like, but confusing. I'm like related to Deadpool, so like it's just the worst. I I we're dating. <laughs> Um, but this, this one is like the epitome of nineties crossovers. If you were to collect this entire edition, it's about probably about a foot thick worth of comics, huge crossover, super muscly Rob Liefeld looking, looking drawings. It was done by uh, Joe Matarera, who is another one of those just super nineties dudes that draws really buff dudes and tiny, unrealistic women. Um, Oh, very side note guys. Yeah. Sorry. If you want an epitome of the nineties buff type. The Wonder Man in the nineties. Oh yeah, dude! I had that comic, and Wonder my Man eyes were opened when I was a preteen to that kind of stuff. <laughs> I've never even heard of Wonder Man. Wonder Man, yeah, he in the comics he is part He's, of the pattern for Vision. Yeah, he so his mind is loaded into the so Crystal. It's not actually the mind gem in the comics for Vision, um, but Wonder Man was in a relationship with Wanda, um, and then he died, and they put his consciousness into this little crystal. And put that into the vision, and that's why Wanda and the Vision have their relationship. Oh, well, I think I have heard something Except about that. Except in Civil War. Except in Civil War. Damn. Well, I mean, they probably still. I think they still will have a romance, and then that you know, the the freaking Civil War comes between them. She, she's a 
He's a robot, though. That's, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah, but he's still got junk. <laughs> Are you sure? He didn't, actually, in that well, movie, but I'm make, sure he could grow he, it, he yeah. He could grow it. He could always a costume. He can grow whatever junk he wants. Um, well, and speaking really creepy. <laughs> speaking uh, of Civil War, number four, and I think this is one that we've all read. Number four, Civil War. I've read that. You've read that? That's the first one so I've read on good. the list. Yeah. That one is really good, and that's Mark Miller, I think, at his finest in terms of uh, writing Marvel comics with Steve McNiven on art, the same guy that did Old Man Logan. I did like the art. The art was pretty good. Oh, so good. That's uh, He's probably my favorite comic book artist, which sucks because like he never... Like, he does, like, one, you know, series maybe every two or three years at the most. Kind of sucks. Um, number three, The Night When Stacy Died. With like the, the old ones? The old one. When uh, John Romita Sr. was on the art with Stan Lee writing. Um, Amazing Spider-Man 121 and 122. Really? Number three, all-time Marvel Comics, voted by fans. Pretty impressive, and that is it is actually a really good story. Well, I mean, it's the end of the Silver Age. Yeah, totally. Or was it, is it Golden Age? Silver Age. Yeah, Golden Age. Golden Age was like you know up Way until back. like the sixties. Oh, that's true. Yeah, the end of the Silver Age. You know, that was that was what ushered in the uh, the Dark Age of comics. Um, and speaking of the Dark Age, number two, adapted very poorly to screen, the Dark Phoenix Saga. Mm. very poorly the inspiration quote-unquote for x-men 3 um and this is another one of those older x-men crossovers that sure did not take a whole lot of time to wrap up like and that's what i appreciated before we got into the 90s crossovers did not like occupy so much time and and space Dude, it's hard to like keep up because i always try to go through all the freaking all the tie-ins and tie-ins and stuff it's impossible i can never get through all of them. oh exactly and this is before they had all those tie-ins and stuff and so the dark phoenix saga took place over i think seven issues seven or eight issues and that was it there was no tie-ins or anything like that even though it was this universe shaping event it didn't you know bother like occupying so much space in all the other uh x-men comics um so that was chris claremont and the art i believe was uh i can't remember who it was um doesn't matter Number one, though, we're going to be getting the uh, the spiritual, I guess, the spiritual adaptation of this here in another three years. Mm. Can you guess what it is? Hold uh, on, hold on. Infinity Wars? Almost. You're close on the title. So, so Infinity, Infinity War, Gauntlet. the Infinity Gauntlet. So the Infinity War title was used by a really shitty crossover, um, but I think it, for the movies, they're, you know, using that title because it's probably more applicable to their story for the movie. It's probably going to be a war for the Infinity Gems. Um, but Infinity Gauntlet, 1980... Or actually, oh, 91. I always get confused with Crisis on Infinite Earths. Um, but it's the same team that... Uh, um, actually, not the same team. The same artist that did Crisis on Infinite Earths for DC, uh, George Perez. Um, the writing on this was uh, Jim Starlin, who created Thanos. Um awesome crossover this is probably and it's voted number one marvel crossover of all time i think that uh i think that's that's a good place for it you know yeah. and they're they've building up been building up to the uh mcu event for three phases now so. exactly i did and i also thought about it the other day like it, it kind of feels like they're the three phases really do follow like a three-act movie plot pretty well like right now we're at the, the end of like the second act you know starting the third act yeah and that's usually in movies in terms of like screenwriting, that's the lowest point of like, you know, your character arc or whatever. That's where they're pretty much like all hope is lost and they're kind of defeated. And Civil War is right on that point where we're going into the third act of the Marvel Cinematic Universe now and they're, all the heroes are about to hit like their lowest point. 
you know, and then like the first, the phase one was sort of the status quo where we're establishing all these heroes. And then Avengers is the kicking off point into the second act where it's like, hey, now we're going in the superheroic world. You know, you've got Iron Man 3 and Winter Soldier. It's like, you know, kind of these, or, or even Thor and then Avengers Age of Ultron where it's like, you know, we've got these huge like, you know, teams and we're working together as superheroes and stuff. Then after Infinity War, it starts to go down. And now they're at their very depths with Infinity Civil War? War or with Age of Ultron. I mean, yeah, now okay. they're going to Civil War to the very bottom. And then the next one is where they finally seize victory by the end of Phase Three and and uh, you know emerge greater than they were before to beat Thanos. Right on. Yeah. It's kind of cool. I just I, I thought about that the other day, and it's like it's it's cool that they're with all these movies. They're following like a three act movie structure. I don't know. Cool. Well. Speaking of Civil War, yeah, um, the big announcement last week was Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Oh my goodness! They showed his costume. His costume. What does everybody think? Yeah, what, what do you think, Brennan? I think people just whine way too much about really? everything. It looks too animated and too fake. I'm like, you're watching a superhero movie. First of all, like, and no, <laughs> it doesn't. That's not even close to the first thing that struck me. It just basically. The first thing that went into my head was, that's just like more of a comic book Superman, Spider-Man. Yeah. And I was, my first reaction, Jason witnessed it. I got (laughs) up and was like, oh, 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 oh. I like walked around the room. I was like, yeah. Dude, nuts. When I first saw it, they, on the the link, on the Uh Facebook link, it had the picture of Spider-Man. Oh. And I thought it was fake. Really? I thought it was like the Asian, you know, the old Asian. Oh, like the yeah, the old TV show the that Japanese they did. or yeah. whatever it was, a TV show. And I was like, oh, this is fake. And then I watched it. I'm like, oh, this is real. And uh, when they showed Spider Man, I was actually it's kind of stoked. But I was like, in my head, my first thought was like, what the f is that? Like, yeah, his eyes look weird. But then I realized that they adjusted. They have like yeah. the reticle and I'm like, adjusters. That's kind of cool. Except it doesn't make sense because if you look closely at it, the white of his eye uh-huh. is like cloth. Like it's not is even it a, really close? It's not even a screen. Yeah. But my guess is that all that is going to be because it's Stark technology. Yeah. Probably. Well, everybody's complaining because it doesn't look like the comic books. Even uh, though... Uh, like previous movies, you mean? Yeah. Well, um, like the new comic books. It looks more oh. like 90s comic books. And then oh. people are saying like, oh, that's exactly... That's the most comic accurate. But... I don't I, ever remember him having black on his arms and stripes on his yeah. arms and crap like that. So I wouldn't say it's the most comic book accurate. I, I'd say it's close. I mean, I, I still think it's hard to get better than the Amazing Spider-Man 2 costume. Mm, that, um, one's that one's, I think, always going to be my favorite Spider-Man costume. Um, but I can say for like the face and for about probably 80 to 90% of the uniform, it is very similar to like the John Romita Sr. Uh, Spider-Man, like the night Gwen Stacy died, that type of look with the costume. Smaller eyes, you know, the brighter colors on it. Um, I do like the color. The colors are very 90s looking. Definitely. Well. Yeah, the, the people who say it looks like the Steve Ditko Spider-Man are, are kidding themselves. The Steve Ditko Spider-Man is very different. He's got the webbing on the underarms. Is that like the super very dark blue. First one? Like, that's the very first one. It doesn't one. look anything like the no. old one. It looks like the 90s. And I, I think it's a different look, and it's cool they're going different. Yeah. But I still, I mean, I'll reserve more judgment when I see more of the mm-hmm. costume. Mm-hmm. But, and he only had one line. But yeah. that was the most boring line I've ever <laughs> hey guys. heard. Yeah, it was kind of boring. Hey, everyone. And he says yeah. it like, hey, he's like, hey, guys, what's up? Hey, everyone. I think that was their... I don't think that was the, that's going to be the line he actually says in the Probably movie. Probably not. Maybe. I don't know. Because it looks like he's, like, angry. But he's like, hey, guys. 
Yeah, I know. And then he, yeah, like scowls his eyes after saying or something. But I, I know he focuses. He's like, "Hey guys." I still, I still kind of wonder what the logistics of when his eyes, fo- you know, like focus or don't focus, because it looks like they do function like a, a you know, camera lens, like a reticle. Um, I don't aperture, know how do you how do you aperture. use that? Like you scrunch your eyebrows. I know that's that's exactly my or aperture, not reticle. Um, but yeah, like it, it it's kind of like I don't know. I'm sure it like, it, I don't know. Who knows? Because yeah, it's like yeah, maybe he just moves his eyebrows to make it adjust more or something. I don't know. Like when he squints, it it does that or something. Because like, if it works like an aperture lens, then you know it would be according to light. Basically, or something like that. the only thing something like that would do is adjust how much light goes in or in mm-hmm. or you know or doesn't go in through that hole. Exactly. So basically, it's just got to be for expression. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think so, kid, but they got to explain it. Somehow. I'm sure they will. I'm sure yeah. it'll probably know. be something to do with light. And who cares if they don't? Like, I think it's cool. You know. It is pretty cool. My my here's the thing. My thing is like everyone when you have something different, we're always like, "Oh my gosh, Heath Ledger is a Joker. That's going to be the worst." Yeah. Ben Ben Affleck is Batman. That's going to be the worst. I'm sure none of that. And then when it usually comes to pass, you're like, "Oh, I'm like stoked for that." Yep. Heath Ledger is the Joker, whatnot. Yeah. And the same is like everyone you hear, it's just not as good as the old Spider-Man. Maybe the costume isn't, but it's like now it, to me it's like, "Oh, the old Spider-Man's and like you mean the movies you hated right up until the trailer came out? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's just... I don't know. I'm, I'm going to say I like the very first Amazing Spider-Man costume. Mm. And I don't know if I like it better than the Civil War costume. Really? I haven't seen it enough. I like the second yeah. Amazing Spider-Man I costume I like that one better. Than, yeah. But I liked how the first one was different. That's true. I was like, oh, that's just... really interesting. It's got such a unique look to it. Yeah. It's redesigned. It looks like Spider-Man still, though. It's true. I, I I did like that they tried to redesign it, and then the fans reacted so poorly to it that then for Amazing Spider-Man two they brought it way closer to the comic. I love the huge eyes. That's I do. Favorite. The eyes in Amazing Spider-Man yeah. two are the best. Um, yeah, I think I think that's probably about it for this week. Chase, is uh, do you sure. have any? No, I don't got nothing. Got nothing about this dude, Brandon. What do you got? Brandon I'm good. That, good. that was great. Literally. Next Elmo, time, Elmo agrees over here. When this dude, when this episode comes out. We will have seen Batman v Superman. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, that's what's up. So that's good. We'll tell um, you how it is. What are what are your final words for the people? I don't know. Peace out. Read more comics. Read more comics.